Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Super cool. Uh, it's good to see everyone. We're going to work with some hip openers again today. Uh, also continue our, our salutations journey, getting ourselves ready for the 108. Uh, one thing we're going to work with today is frog. And it uh, might be good if you've got blankets or pillows, if you know your knees are sensitive or maybe sensitive, or you just don't like frog in general, uh, grab a blanket, grab something. Yeah. On the deck, you might want something. We won't be there forever. I promise, but uh, we'll see if it's a, it's a doable thing. We'll do it. I'm going to start in down dog. Take your time getting there. Man, I'm impressed. The backyard even has blankets for yoga. That's, that's a good backyard. You might be a yoga geek if you actually have blankets on your deck for yoga. That's like <laughs> some serious commitment. Have a breath in through your nose. Let you let out through your mouth. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward and take the feet wide, like edge of the mat wide. With your hands on the mat or on blocks, let yourself sway side to side in your legs. You bend one knee and then the other. And as you're bending one knee, let the other leg straighten to whatever degree it will. Take the hips way over to the side. You're not sure what I mean by that. I'm going to turn sideways. And so it's almost like you're doing little, uh, like, like the, the essence of straddle lunges, just in forward fold. Pause with the right knee bent, left leg as straight as it's going to go. Press the left foot down and out toward the left. Breathe here. Come back to center and switch sides. Press the right foot down and to the right and breathe here. Back to center and walk your feet into about shoulder distance, so a little wider than hip distance. Slide your arms to your legs. We're going to sit the hips back into a half, half squat and then bow forward. Press your feet down and out. And again, sit back, dig your heels in, heart up, and then bow forward. One more, sit your hips down and back, heart forward. Release into the fold, hands to mat. We're going to walk feet together. Might be hip distance, might be touching. You're going to breathe in and reach up to standing, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Moving into sun A. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, breathe out. You can go to down dog or 
variation on chaturanga. Upward facing dog or back bend of your choice. And downward facing dog. We'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway, flap back. And bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hands, step back. High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Forward walk or lightly hop. Top of the space, we'll breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Looks great. Have a breath in here. And empty it out. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. And when you exhale, bend your knee, have a big step into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out and bring the arms down into cactus like you're doing an imaginary pull up. Engage the upper back. And arms down at the sides and squeeze the shoulder blades together behind you like locust or airplane. Take the back of your head up and back so the head's not going down and forward as you do. Then press the elbows together in front of you as you breathe out. Same thing, back of the head up and back. Then inhale, arms up, reach long. Side bodies extend through ring and pinky fingertip. Hands to heart, to mat, and then step back. Down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. Nice. And down dog, breathe out. Inhale, left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee. Big step into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out. Imaginary pull up, bring the elbows down. Cactus to a W shape and then let the arms release and knee. Arms moving back with your inhale. Also take the back of your head up and back. Then 
exhale, elbows together in front of you, press them in. Maybe they touch. If they do, you pull your hands apart into a V-shape. And then inhale, be drawn up like gentle hands are pulling your wrists up, lengthen your side body, then hands to you, the mat. We'll exhale, low push-up or down dog. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Down dog. All four limbs working, hands down and forward, feet down and out. We'll take the right leg up again for three-legged dog. This time as you exhale, bend the knee and draw it in toward your sternum. Rock forward as much as you go. Step on the center line of your mat. Come up and around into warrior two. Take a deep stance. If, if you didn't deepen it there, go just one inch forward with the front foot. Dig into your front heel. Arms down behind. You're going to clasp the hands behind the back. So you got hands at your sacrum or thereabouts. Elbows bend and squeeze your shoulder blades together. As you do that, be sure the head didn't poke forward. Back of the head up and back. The knuckles down toward the floor. Squeeze the arms as straight as yours are going to go. Keep moving the back of your head up and back. Just anticipate that these arm binds are going to throw the head down and forward into tech neck, uh, forward head posture. And we, we don't want that. Breath in, breath out. As you inhale, float your arms back up, warrior two arms. As you exhale, right arm underneath for eagle arms, still in warrior two legs. Again, back of your head up and back, elbow points up, sit low in your legs. Pull the front heel into the mat. Get breath in. Breath out. Inhale, undo it. You're back in warrior two. Exhale to side angle pose. Stay here for breath in. Tighten your back leg. Reach through the ring and pinky fingertip of the left arm. Then look to your mat. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, left leg, up and back behind. Breathe out, knee toward your sternum. Pull the leg in tight, rock as far forward as you go. Step on the center line, back foot flat. Come up and around your low warrior two. And exhale, arms back behind you. This time, instead of linking the hands, imagining a big block between the hands, press in on it. So strengthening the arms back behind. And then lift the block back as far as you can lift the arms. Again, anticipate that head's going to come down and forward. Lift the back of your head up and back. Lift the tips of your ears like it pixie ears drawn toward the ceiling. Breath in. And breath out. Good. With the arms back behind, bend the elbows, lace the fingers, pull the hands as high up toward the shoulder blades as you can, back of your head up and back, and then squeeze the arms as straight as they go. Continue to lift the head up and back as you go. 
and we'll float the arms back. Warrior two. Exhale, left arm under. Eagle arms. Again, adjust the posture back of the head, lifting. Heart lifts, elbow points lift. Breathe here. Low in the front leg. On an inhale, unwind, reach the arms. Warrior two. With your exhale, side angle pose. Press through the back foot. Reach through the top arm. Breath in, heart up. Light in your upper body, away from your legs, away from the hips. Then exhale. Stay light in your chest as you turn high or low push-up. Upward facing dog and downward facing dog. Breath in and open your mouth, let it out. Lift the heels, walk about halfway up your mat, turn toward the side that you like for straddle. Walk your feet out. Wide and straddle lunges. So now the real thing is going to us in a side to side. Keep your chest light again, right? So if your head or chest are dropping down, think more plank, right? More upper bodies. And it's a nice plank because the legs are wide, right? but it's a plank nonetheless with the upper body. And if you want to see the difference here, here I am rounded, upper body's heavy. Don't want that upper body light. Want to test it out? Arms out to the sides. Or hands at the hips. That could be friendlier, but get the same thing done. Good. One more. Then we're going to stay over to the right and stay with the chest being drawn forward. Start to sit the hips as low as your hips are going to go over to the right. And if you like to turn the left toes up towards the ceiling. That'll get you a little deeper in the hips usually. But it changes the stretch. And uh, so just be aware of the difference between foot up, foot down. Heart forward and up. If you can, heart forward and up, hands at heart center. Or heart forward and up, arms reach wide. Breath in. And hands down, shift back to center. We're going to take a straddle fold. So feet parallel, heart forward, like a half lift, and then bow. Let your head drop, let your jaw soften. We will get to the other side, but for now, you hear your breathing. Walk your hands back out. Walk the feet as wide as you need them for the straddle lunges and over to the left. So chest light. Hips get low. And if you want the hips to get lower, you might turn the right foot toes up. 
You might keep the right foot flat and get more of the inner inner leg action that we get in a straddle split. So up to you. Notice if you're really heavy in that uh, left leg. We don't want to be sinking into it. Press your foot into the floor. Lift the chest. Bring hands to heart or open the arms. The feeling of buoyancy from the standing foot. Like you could get up anytime. Breath in. And then breath out, come on back to center. Half lift and straddle split itself. Walk the feet out as wide as yours go. So there is no real definition of how far it has to go to be a straddle split. It's wider than a straddle fold and your body's staying in this parallel to the floor positioning. Upper body's doing the support roll. Lower body is doing this stretch. Breath in. And as you breathe out, you're going to walk your feet in towards center. Go as, uh, as close together as you can get. And then a deep crouch. So like a, uh, a squatting uh, that we would do getting ready for crow. We're not doing crow. Uh, bring your ankles together. And so the inner ankle bones come together as best they can. They may not come actually to touch. But uh, if your inner ankle bones don't touch, Imagine holding a ball between the inner ankles. Squeeze in. The arms on the outsides of your legs. So you squeeze the ankle bones in. Press the leg bones out into your arms. Arms hug in. Feet hug in. Knees press out. Breath here. Keep pressing the inner ankle bones in. Legs out, arms in, and then release that. Transition this to hands and knees, goes right there. Then if you want a blanket, so we've got the blanket as long as the mat, if it's possible. And then the knees on the blanket. And when you're in hands and knees, You've got your hips in line with your knees directly over the knees. Walk them out from there. And the hips are going to try to go forward. Don't let that happen. Hips stay in line with your knees. Then at a certain point, once your knees get out to the sides, you turn the toes and the kneecaps out to the side. So the rotation of the legs there of toes to the side and kneecaps to the side is what makes us a frog. And then looking at your legs, so stay up high on the hands for now. Look at your feet, flex them. Ankles are at a right angle. The knees are at a right angle. And your legs and your body, the, at the hip joint, you've got a right angle. I mean, you didn't bring a protractor. It doesn't have to be exactly 90 degrees, but that's what you're seeing up thereabouts. Feet, knees, hips all have right angles involved inner ankle bones down toward the floor. Like we hug them in in that squat, press them down toward the floor. Feel the difference between hugging the inner ankle bone to the floor and letting them go. Hug them to the floor, press them down like you're trying to hold a sheet of paper underneath them. Maybe they don't touch, maybe they do. 
If they touch, you don't need to grind them into the floor. If they don't, you don't need to worry about getting them there. But there's a solid action of the inner ankle bones pressing down. Then if you're still feeling this in your knee, try sliding the knees further out so that you're on the inner edge. Then the caveat, you're going to walk out, but you're not going to let your hips walk out. So actually do this. Look at your hips while you come down to your forearms or onto blocks, whatever you got going. But watch your hip and your knee. Hips are going to want to come forward. Sliding out of this pose would be real nice. Keep your hips lined up between the knees. They don't need to go behind, just in between. Ankle bones pressing down. Now find your sitting bones. You know where they are. Drop them down toward the mat. So abdominals in, sitting bones down. Because your hamstrings are attached to your sitting bones, uh, when they go up, right, the hamstrings take over here and can be problematic in the hip stretch. So drop the tailbone, drop the sitting bones. It allows the adductors that are also attached in there to get the stretch rather than putting this into the hamstring tendons. Take a peek every once in a while. Be sure the hips are still in line with the knees because your body's smart and it will drift out of this. Flex your feet strongly. Find inner ankle bones pressing down toward the floor. The more you can press the inner ankles down, the less the kneecaps are going to bear the brunt of this, or the, the inside of the knee is going to bear the brunt. So ankle bones down, knees stay a little lighter, and you activate more. One more breath here. Then we're truly going to come out of this in reverse. You're going to press into your hands, bring your upper body light, like super light, like you got a really good, strong plank going. And then unweight one of the knees, step it back in, then the other one back in. Then we're just going to sit in hero or other seated posture that works nicely for you here. Breath in. And breath out. And if you've gone to the trouble to get your blanket all lined out on your mat like this, keep it. Put it down the center. We're going to come around onto the back, and you're going to lie down on the blanket uh, with it underneath your spine. Because if you've already done the work to get it there, you might as well be supremely comfortable for the rest of practice. Uh, it's a nice bonus. Hug knees in or plant your hands and feet come up for a wheel. So one or the other will generally uh, both probably feel good. Uh, we'll fold the hip crease or opening up. Either way, sometimes you appreciate the inner hip opening and you just got to breath in. Breathe out, you come down. We'll pause, so breath in, breath out, Just spine in neutral for a moment, then press into your feet. If you're on the blanket, this is going to work nicely. If you're not on the blanket, it's going to be fine too, but lift your hips and slide them over toward the right edge of the blanket, left leg out straight, and if you don't have blanket, you're just sliding over to the right edge of your mat. 
right in the across in a twist. So what we did for ourselves on the blanket is just put ourselves at the center of the blanket. Same thing with the center of the mat. But that lift of the hips keeps the twist excluding down the center line of the mat rather than becoming a, a diagonal or a, a rounding of the low back, which is what we're really trying to avoid there. Breath in. Also, it's nice if you don't roll off the blanket, you just put down for yourself. And then undo it. Come on back to center. And really center up, especially if you've got a blanket underneath you. And pick up your hips, slide them over to the left, extend your right leg down the center of your mat or blanket and left knee across and you'll turn until you're on the outer edge of your right hip. Coming up to the screen, because I have to ask me that Susan question. And Susan, do you remember when granddaddy used to make pallets on the floor for me? Like on that brown shag rug and put like a few blankets down and then sleep on the pallet. That's my first experience. The word pallet was granddaddy making me a little bed on the living room floor. So and this reminds me of that. Come on back to center the blanket part, not the not the frog or the twisting, just the blanket. Good. Hug your knees in when you get there. Take happy baby or any other finishing pose you'd like. And then you can make your way to Shavasana. And it's nice in Shavasana to just have that blanket again at the center of your body, just giving you a tactile experience of your center line. And you can imagine or visualize that you're just slightly lifted up at center and, and to a degree you are. That the limbs fall away from that center line. The muscles soften in a way. It's like the legs melt down from the hips and away from the blanket. The arms melt down from the shoulders and away from the blanket. Each side of the face softens down and away from the head on the blanket. And you rest fully supported, fully open. And enjoy yourself.
when you're ready to come back, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And you roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. And we'll pause, take a moment to align in a way that allows your body to feel good, your breath to feel free. Bring hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. That's great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super cool. Have an excellent one. See you soon. Bye. Thanks, Anna. That was great. And thank you for I'm joining glad. us here. Good to see you. <laughs> see you online in see our soon. Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.